Welcome to the Frieder Pounder podcast. I am Zach Duggar. I'm your host. I'm going to be uh, talking today with Christine Bellish, but I wanted to introduce this topic today as many of you know people who work and work and work and they work hours on end because they're trying to achieve a financial result in the end. But during that time while they're working and continuing to increase their income, perhaps if they're climbing a corporate ladder, their time to actually be able to use that income diminishes and they don't really often have it. So they they start to need to think about how can I find that elusive passive income? Or maybe one day when I retire, I'll be able to enjoy the benefits of what I'm doing. Well, our guest today thought about the first option. How can we find passive income? She and her husband, Danny, started the Bellish team a real estate investing company that works with passive investors to help them build their wealth through real estate acquisitions. She and her husband, both NYC, New York City advertising executives, spent 15 years building, helping build multi, helping manage multi-million dollar marketing budgets for some of Fortune 500's biggest and most recognizable brands decided to pivot into real estate investments. They began exploring those options. They started with some smaller options and then in 21, got involved in real estate syndications. In their first eight months, raised over $3 million in private capital, capital from partners, uh, passive investors. And today they are principals for a net lease fund. They're general partners for 696 units equity partners for one, over 1,000 units across six states in total. So without further ado, thank you, Christine, for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. And thank you for your patience as we got that little glitch up a front uh, address. So No problem. <laughs> well, let me start by asking you, in regards to this, I know the answer because you didn't start in real estate. You got your start somewhere else. In regards to the entrepreneurial aspect of your life, was real estate the first area that you explored or did you already have some other entrepreneurial involvement and other, other aspects in your life? Real estate really was my first foray into yeah. being an entrepreneur. Um, I would say that I've had a leadership quality about me for my whole life. I played softball growing up. I was the captain of my team. So I feel like I was always, you know, a leader, but, um, but I never implemented that in my business life really until we got started in real estate in 2018. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Well, you've started well, let's just say that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been a journey and where we started is definitely different than where we are right now. So, so it's been very interesting, but really yeah. exciting also. Yeah. Let's talk about that because I think a lot of the time people see where people are at now and don't consider where they've been to get there. So coming out of that mindset of, okay, I introduced the topic, but you had that mindset of, I needed to find something different, something that could create passive income so that you could have more time freedom and you could see more of that end to the tunnel and that journey that you were on. So as you got started in real estate and learned by doing, 
let's let's hear a little bit about that experience. Yeah. So when we got started, we knew that having rental properties was a great way to help build quote unquote passive income. But there are different levels of how passive that income actually is. Mm -hmm. So I would say that that was probably our biggest learning throughout our journey, because when we got started, we got started um, investing in smaller multifamily properties locally in New Jersey, where we live. Um, and we did a pretty hands-on burr uh, for our first real investment property. It's a duplex. For those that don't know what burr means, could yeah. you clarify that? Sure. Yeah. So it's buy, renovate, um, rent out, refinance, repeat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we bought a house that needed work. It was a multifamily, a hundred years old, um, needed a complete gut renovation, which I would definitely not recommend for anybody's first project. That's the first learning there. Sure. Um, but it really was not passive. We were very hands-on. We hired a contractor, but we didn't hire a good contractor. <laughs> we had to stay on top of him. Um, we went nine months. It took us nine months to finish the project. It was only 1,200 square foot house. We went 50K over budget. We put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into it and a lot of money into it. And it really just wasn't very passive at all. So I, you know, I left corporate in 2018. My husband, Danny, is still yeah. in his W 2 job, but. I, you know, we were trying to leave the corporate world to build more passive income and have less stress. Mm -hmm. And that situation was the opposite. So right. when we finished that project, we were just basically like, I don't know if this is sustainable. I don't know if this is scalable. Like we need to find another way to do this. And that's when we found out about syndication and we jumped in with both feet ever since then. Okay. So you found through doing that there was a path that wasn't as passive or as effective as you were hoping it would be. Mm -hmm. But without actually jumping into it, you wouldn't have learned that and learned through that experience. Also, I imagine you made some connections with others that led you to that uh, syndication option. Tell, tell me about that. I mean, how did you even find out about that being an option and make that decision to pursue working in that area of real estate syndications? Yeah, that's a great question. And we honestly got very lucky and you hit the nail on the head. It had all to do with the connections that we made. Mm -hmm. So in the beginning of 2020, Danny and I actually went to a meetup in Manhattan about buying multifamily properties out of state. We had no idea that it was going to be about syndication. Mm -hmm. um, we just thought it was going to be buying, you know, duplexes, quads, other small multifamily properties out of state in areas that were maybe more affordable, more landlord friendly, lower taxes. Um, but the keynote speakers at that event are actually the people that we invested with passively as LPs okay. for the first time yep. and who are our partners today in the syndication okay. space. So going to that meetup totally changed our life. Okay. So by going to something that you didn't, you had an idea of what it was about, but realized when you were there that it was about syndications and hearing that content shared that idea with you that you could then apply to your own business and jumping into it. So. Yep. 
That's exciting. And then you, we've talked about this, but you've raised $3 million in your first year from passive investors, which is very impressive. So when someone gets in started, gets their start in real estate and really in any business, there is a mindset that people will have at times that, no, I can't do it. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough time. And I think a bigger, big factor is money. So when it comes down to this, are you guys just independently wealthy and able to then just buy apartment complexes? Let's talk about that. How does that, how's that even working for you? Yeah, no, I wish, I wish that that was the case. We're working on that. Yeah, right. <laughs> I say that to Daniel all the time. I'm like, why can't we just be independently wealthy? No, the answer is no. <laughs> we, um, we do not buy all of these large apartment complexes or commercial properties ourselves with our own money. Um, yeah. We raise money from passive investors. And, and what that means really is we are helping to pool together funds from a lot of different people and everybody is an equity partner. So we use the money that we raise to help pay for the down payment, the closing costs, renovation and reserves that are associated with, with the projects. But the people who invest passively, they don't have to do any of the work involved with it. So they just literally put their money in and, and then, you know, and then they're, and then they have ownership. So they get benefits from, you know, cash flow if it's a cash flow play, appreciation if it's something more like a development deal, um, and the tax benefits as well. So yeah, we we do not buy all of these by ourselves. <laughs> we have a lot of a lot of help doing it. Um, and I think you made a really good point earlier. People a lot of people don't have the money to go out and buy these big projects themselves. And a lot of people don't have the time to even find good investments necessarily. And that's something that's really attractive and why a lot of people like investing passively is because they don't have to find the projects. They don't have to manage the projects. They don't have to be a landlord and they don't even have to put all their money into the deal. So, right. Um, so yeah, that's a big reason why a lot of people like to invest passively in syndications. Yeah. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And so you're able to partner with people that are passive investors. And then there's also a, part to working within a syndication. You mentioned it, that the person that you invested with passively yourselves has been an, a partner with you on these other projects. Mm -hmm. Talk about the power of partnership in regards to the active roles and just, just that benefit of working with somebody else who has additional experience. Oh my gosh, it is a game changer. That is literally how we went from having four units in New Jersey to you know equity partners and more than a thousand units. It's yeah. all about partnering with experts to help scale quicker. You don't have to learn everything the hard way. You can partner with other people who have more wisdom and knowledge and experience than you. And you also don't have to be good at everything, right? Like a great partnership is partnering with somebody who has skills that complement yours, right? So. There are different, depending upon the general partnership or the sponsor, whoever's putting the syndication deal together, um, their team is usually comprised of a number of individuals, each who are good at different aspects of the process. So maybe somebody is better at underwriting or deal finding or you know asset management or property management or construction. Um, investor relations, you know, capital raising, there's, yep. there's a lot of different jobs. Um, and there's a lot of room for people with different skill sets. And that was another reason why 
Danny and I decided syndication was a better path for us is really because our corporate skills translated a lot better to syndication than, you know, the DIY hands-on smaller construction project type situation. That makes sense. Now, what, what do you find that is your biggest value that you are adding when it comes to partnerships? So I would say two main things that are kind of related and it's definitely sales and marketing. Um, and what I, what I mean by that as it relates to syndication is it's our job as general partners and syndications to help educate people about these opportunities. Um, so that's marketing, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then the sales part of it is actually getting people to cross the finish line with you, right? And join you as a partner in a deal and to actually invest passively. Um, but a lot of that comes to relationship building, building trust with people, right. um, being there to answer people's questions. Our customer service, I would say, from our corporate backgrounds, um, especially working in a super high stress, high intensity, high paced industry um, is something that we, it's definitely something that helps helps set us apart, right? Mm -hmm. Like we're super responsive, we're very proactive um, and our communication with our investors and with our network is the most important thing to us. Absolutely. So you've worked at high level, high stress situations, sales and marketing. So you've had to take to look at business from a variety of angles and be able to help increase the value in different companies, help them increase their value. So coming into this, it creates that opportunity to do so for the real estate investment opportunity for your, your partners that you're working with and for the passive investors and for the assets that you're acquiring. So that's, that's spectacular. Yeah. With regards to just starting business in general, and looking back over the last few years, any any regrets to having jumped into this and jumped out of your role in advertising? Honestly, no. Um, I and I think that that is what gave me and our family the the confidence to do it to begin with was because yeah. I would have more regrets if I didn't try than that I did try. And I remember Danny and I having the conversation years ago now at this point, but we were just like, okay, the worst case scenario is it doesn't work out the way that we hope. And like, I can go back and get a job in corporate, you know, and that's what I was doing before anyway. So if I had to go back and do that, that would be fine. Um, I don't want to go back and do that, <laughs> but, but no, I don't, I don't have any regrets. I think if anything, um, if anything, you know, I have some regrets from earlier on in our real estate investing journey, but those are also the things that taught me the most, right? So right. like, I wish that we didn't take on that first project on our own. I wish we partnered with people who had more experience at that point. I would have very happily split the profits with somebody, but also split the costs with somebody and the stress with somebody. Like I would have been happy to do that. Um, you know, and that's something that I learned in retrospect, but I'm, I'm fortunate that we had that experience. I feel like our PTSD from that project, we, you know, turned into something really positive and we've been able to really grow from it. Yeah. So learning through that process, the power of partnering once again, I think that is again, another key and highlighting what you said there, if you didn't try, you would have that regret of having not tried. 
So that's, that's an encouraging word for those that are considering starting a business, whether it's a real estate investment or any other business really at this point. If it's something that's in your heart and on your mind, you don't start, one day you will look back and regret having not given it at least some effort to have getting started to see where it would take you and totally. see where the success would come. Yeah. So one other questions I like to ask all of my guests is, if you had $1 million just given to you, no strings attached, what would you do with that today? So I'm going to break that down into like three parts because I right off the top of my head, there are definitely three things that we would do with that. So yeah. the first thing would be Danny would leave his job because I okay. feel like that would give us, you know, the the confidence and the comfort and the security to let him take the leap, which would be awesome because then he could spend his full time helping to grow our business as well. So that would be number one. Number two would be um, we would use some of that money to help invest in more technology for our business and mm -hmm. also um, in more support for our business, actually hiring employees, um, people to help with marketing, social media management, like anybody out there who is a small business owner who manages their own social, it's it's a full-time job in itself. Right. Um, so definitely we would get some help on the sales and marketing front. Um, and thirdly, we would use some of that money to invest in more deals because, you know, ultimately my goal is that I want to be a full-time passive investor. I'm active right now yep. because that's going to help me build my passive income quicker. But I'm down to be a full-time LP as soon as possible. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Create that time freedom, be able to invest in that technology and the staff that would also support your growth, but then yeah. also investing in more deals so that you can consider that longer term goal of more cash flow, becoming a passive investor yourself. Mm -hmm. I love it. Okay. Yeah. Well, if anyone would like to reach out to you, what's the best way to have somebody connect with you? Yeah, so we're super active on social. You can okay. connect with us on Instagram or Facebook, um, TikTok, any of those platforms at the Bellish team. Um, okay. You can connect with me on LinkedIn, Christine Bellish, or um, you can send me an email. It's Christine at the Bellish team.com. Okay. Um, there's a, lots of different ways. Our website, social, you can email me. Um, I'm super responsive and I, I love to hear other people's stories and, you know, share my experience to help as much as I can. Christine is a communicator. I've observed that. So do purely, please reach out to her. She would love to chat. So thank you, Christine, for sharing your experience with us. And I wish you the most success. Thank you so much, Zach.